0: Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living the leaps of faith. I'm a five-one fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I'm indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world. But that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here you're going to discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to Life Right Up Your Alley. Hello, and welcome back to the Right Up Your Alley podcast. You guys, I am so excited for this episode because I have one of my very best friends, Maddie Hessler here. She is a woman of many talents, and she is someone I've been able to do life with for years now. And within that, I just want you to buckle up for a real conversation about having like business best friends, uh, who like get you in multiple areas. So if you own your own business, this is going to hit deep. If you don't, it's whatever you've chosen to do with your life. Like having someone with a common strand who sees you and holds you and pushes you to, you know, the standard that God created you to live in. That is what you deserve. And we've learned so much together. We've done so much life together. We want to talk more about that. So with that, welcome Maddie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Okay. So we're going to start with rapid fire. This is a new thing I'm doing because it's fun and we like fun. So I have three questions for you and just say what comes to mind first. Okay. okay. All right. So what's your favorite season and why
1: fall because seeing the leaves change colors and then fall off. And then the following seasons come back. I feel like it just resembles healthy change in life. So I love that. That's so good. And it's cozy. It's super cozy. Like, who doesn't love to go take pictures throwing leaves in the air? You know? It's so, true. it's so true. Like us Instagram, like millennial
0: girls, I feel like everyone loves fall. It's a, it's a personality trait of ours. Pumpkin Spice lattes and, and pumpkin patches. patches. <laughs> Absolutely. We have things to do and pictures to take. Yeah. So second one is if you had a tattoo, what would it be?
1: Wow. Great question. I think it would be a butterfly, very similar to the fall. Uh, butterflies are like I don't know. They just have always popped up in my life in the most beautiful ways and definitely a message from God in my opinion. And so I, um, I've i had some pretty cool encounters with butterflies too. And so I've always told myself, if I got a tattoo, it'd be a butterfly. But I, I've i had those little inclinations of get a tattoo, get a tattoo, I want this, I want this. And I always tell myself, I'm gonna give myself six months and I, I still want it in that spot, that same design in six months, I'll get it. And it's never staged. So, <laughs> Yep. I
0: know, same, 100%. Um, okay, third one is, is it, you can only eat one thing for the rest of your life. What is it? Pad Thai, for sure. 100%. Chicken Pad, chicken
1: thai.
0: pad thai. I yes. knew it! That's what my answer is, too. Medium right. spice, no uh, beef sprouts, no onions. Amen, amen. Justin <laughs> just came home the other day from a work trip, and he was, like, driving in and picked up food for us to eat, and he was like, what do you want? And I was like, you know what I want. It is. <laughs> You know, you can't. Absolutely. Um, okay, so exciting. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You got a great intro at the beginning of this. Obviously, you're, you know, establishing business. You um are an incredible content creator and
1: influencer. But beyond that, like who is Maddie? Yeah, so I I love that question. I feel like for the longest time I didn't know. You know, and I've really recently within, I would say the past year, been able to confidently say who Maddie is, not who I think Maddie is, not who others say Maddie is, but who I think Maddie is, you know, and if I had to put it in one sentence, it would be, you know, I'm faith-filled and freedom-focused, and I think that there's so many components within that. You know, I love Jesus so much with all of my heart, Um, recommitted my life to Him around four years ago grew up in a Christian home, but just like a lot of people, I was led astray at the end of high school and through college and, um, you know, I, I was finding my identity in other things. And when I was able to reestablish my identity in Christ, it was, it made all the difference. Um, and then just being freedom focused, that's in so many different ways. I mean, it could be in business, you know, like financial and time freedom. I want that because I am really excited to be a mama someday. And so with that desire, I want to be able to spend the time with my kids. I want to be able to have the choice on what my kids get to do. You know, did they get to go to private school? Do they get to go to public, you know, and money can help you with those choices. Um, and then in addition, just freedom in the sense of, you know, spiritual freedom and, um, political freedom, different things like that. Um, I really love to focus on those things. I'm very, um, I'm uh, an open book on social media. I usually uh, speak my mind pretty boldly, but one thing that I always let my audience know is that there is always room for opposing views because for a long time in my life, I lived with victim mentality and I was really offended anytime somebody would come to me with an opposing view, but I've really learned throughout the past few years, um, that it's healthy to, to have a conversation with somebody that has an opposing view and to create a safe space for everyone to share their view, because we don't know what we don't know. You know, we just life through the lens that we were kind of conditioned to. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. My husband and I, we we co-found a marketing agency. So we really enjoy working together. And did I mention, I'm really excited to be a mom. That's another thing. <laughs> so
0: oh,
1: that's totally, thing. I love that. I
0: know guys, Maddie has been so excited to be a mom for so long, but um, within that too, like you can wait for the things you want so badly and not wait to live. Yeah. You know, I think there's so much life to be lived in the journey before we arrive to the places we want. And then on the journey, when we do receive the things we want in whatever form they come. Um, And so it's been fun as your friend to be able to like, see you navigate that. Um, So, okay. All of that to be said, you know, I loved what you were saying about, you know, you need opposing opinions. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's even like what a lot of people will identify with, like obviously we have our own perspectives and I find comfort in my own perspectives because I identify with them and I'm sure that whoever is listening does too. But, you know, using our political system as an example, it is so lovely to have the opposite. You need two sides to have one coin, right? You need two parties in order to not have a dictation or a dictator in yeah. a country, right? You need good and bad, right? Like there in Eden, there was still a, a tree that was, you know, evil, like you need both for it to be. Yeah. And so within that too, I think it's really important. I understand and totally identify. I grew up in the South and I felt, you know, very much a victim when people did not like me or accept me. And, you know, I was always just like sprinting to, you know, prove something and please someone else. And I mean, one, there's no way to live within that, but two, um, you, you need opposition, it literally grows you. Right. And it validates the things that you may believe and your beliefs may validate theirs or, or invalidate, but it all just comes down to like, at least we both get to exist because we need both sides. Right. So anyway, I feel like we've been able to like, see that a lot the last few years, Maddie and I met when we were what, like 22, 23. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And so it's been, you know, years now and it's so cool to be able to like live that out and be in that freedom. Cause I know both of us were learning a lot, especially at the beginning of our entrepreneurial journeys that like one, you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to have it all together. If it seems like it is then like buckle up buttercup and you know, it's the highs and the lows that are actually going to make you who you want to be and who can handle the pressure of what you're asking and praying for, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, I think what has been such a gift has been being able to walk our own paths and like hold space for each other and like hold each other to who we are. And we can be best friends and not talk all the time too, because we are so busy getting after it. Um, but you know, me, And you like see me and I know you and I see you. And so I can't pull BS on you, Mm -hmm. right? I can come to you and you can't pull BS on me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I can come to you and I know I'm going to get the cold, hard truth and I can avoid it as long as I want, but I'm always going to arrive on your doorstep and need to know what you're going to say. And and that like, that's so important. I had no idea how much I needed it until we had our amazing friend group in, Arizona. Um, And I think we all grew so much because of each other. And now all of us live all over the country and yet still, you know, are able to know and see each other. So I want you to like talk about that. Like, what did you learn, whether from me or just like in, in general, in your marriage, I know this is true too, like the importance of being known and seen. And obviously in our faith, like God sees and knows us. And I think that's the ultimate gift, but earth side,
1: being seen and known like what has that taught you yeah i think that's such a great question um i think throughout life i have experienced different types of and levels of friendship you know and i think a majority of my life i thought i had these best friends but the reality was is what i realized very quickly is as I got older and I matured and started developing, you know, additional relationships, there was there began to be so much depth to those relationships. And someone that I knew, I mean, just an example, I knew you and all the other girls in EZ for gosh six to eight months. And then I asked you girls to be in my wedding, you know, and that was a really hard thing, but it was something that I prayed relentlessly about. That doesn't mean that I love any of my friends from growing up less, but it was just like, these are my these are my girls, you know, like these are the women that are going to pray over me every single day and that are going to be there no matter what. And although a lot of my old friends are still there, um, it just was something that sat with me and brought me so much peace in that decision. And, you know, in saying that, I think, depth in relationships is so much more important than knowing someone for 10 years and only ever really getting to a surface level with them. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What are you doing this weekend? What do we want to do? You know? And then it was like, I met you and I met Rocky and I met Sheree and I met all of their other girlfriends. And, and it was like, it went from that to, and, and I, I do want to preface this. All of my relationships weren't like that, but I'm just comparing some of them that were drastically different. It went to, how are you feeling today? And I was like, I'm fine. How are you? And they're like, no, like, how are you actually feeling? And I remember the day I was asked that question and I just like, I'm like tearing up right now. I just like broke down in tears and I was, I had never felt more seen. And I, what's interesting is I know I had been asked that question by people- in the past. And so I want to talk about a component that was missing in the past. And that was my identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't confident in the woman that I was in my identity in Christ. Therefore, I, in the past, when people had asked me that question, I wanted to avoid it at all costs. I didn't want to talk about how I was feeling because I wasn't feeling good, you know, and I was really struggling and, I get to a place in life where I'm reestablishing my relationship with Christ, my identity in Christ, and I'm naturally becoming a stronger woman, more confident. And then just like anything in life, then strong, confident women are, you're attracting them, you know, and they come into your life. And it was just, it was so beautiful to receive that. And in just that little question to feel so incredibly seen and heard, like it was tunnel vision between me and that person. It was like, how are you feeling? And you just look into each other's eyes. And like, I remember I like tried to look away and a hand is placed on my knee. No, but really, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, and I just cried and I, got it all out. And I shared things I hadn't shared with a lot of people ever in my life. And it was like, whoa, like, and then I felt guilty because I just unloaded on a friend. And then they were like, no, that's good. Like, it's good to get that stuff out. So yeah, long, long winded answer. But I think it's just, it is so special. Everybody I think has different moments where they feel seen and feel heard. But that was one of the moments that I'll remember for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, totally. And that opens up, you know, the door for, you know, deeper conversations. It's you allow, cause what was really powerful about what you just shared is one, it's amazing to have someone who can actually like hold the space and push and be like, no, really, no, really. Um, and then that opens up the door to you understanding like, Oh wait, I can be seen. Wait, they see me, they actually care. Yeah. And then, you know, being seen as a choice, So then you also still allowed yourself to go there and share the things. And I mean, that is definitely something I learned during our time in Arizona, too, with our friend group. And I mean, I saw that so much in L.A., too. It it becomes who you are, you know, Um, and you can only be seen, you know, as deeply as you know yourself. Yeah, as, as you allow, you know, the Lord into your life too. your faith can only go as deep as, you know, you're willing to be real and, and open your heart and your life up and your business can only go, you know, and be built as well as you're willing to allow yourself to build it. Like I had to learn that in such a big way. Like I am the principal reason I am not feeling connected to people because I'm not connecting. Right. I'm not either digging and asking, no, really, how are you and holding the space for it, or I'm not letting them know me and see me, you know, and go deeper within that. Um, and it's just so interesting because then I learned that in so many other areas. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait, maybe I don't have that relationship with God. Cause I don't care to put in the work and the time to understand what that looks like on a deeper level. Right. What would happen if I opened my Bible instead of, I just went to church or, you know, checked into that community group every here and there. Um, and you know, the same in business, like who would I be if I stopped playing small? Right. What would happen if I actually, you know, and you, you might not, get what you want. And I think as we talk through this episode, we'll we'll kind of talk about collectively, you know, what our friendship has been able to do and all of that, but when I moved to North Carolina, that was something I really struggled with. Like I didn't know how to connect with people in this region even though I'm from Kentucky because in, you know, the west, I think there is a culture of Once you find your people, you can just like lay it all out and people are like, cool, you know, um, whereas here it's not as open or it hasn't been as open with some of the people I connected with. And, you know, you need discernment of who you're letting know you Mm -hmm. and what you are letting them see. So there's a lot to it. Um, because I mean, there are, I've had some interesting experiences here where like I have let people in and I love them and they are good people, but. Um, you know, you have to understand where you end and they begin and vice versa, like boundaries are so important in order to hold that space. So it's, it's not as easy as just finding someone and being like, I like you, I will now, you know, suction cup myself to you and you will listen to all of my life. I will listen to all of yours. It's, it's so much bigger than that. Um, and then, you know, it, it opens an amazing door when it's right and so you know we were so blessed with that and everyone deserves that and that's why i really wanted to do this episode because i think by being seen and known by you and some of our other friends i was able to have mirrors held up to me to see all the reasons i wasn't getting what i wanted or i wasn't who i wanted to be mm. and you know that i think that became true of all of us we all have grown so much because like i'm sorry but your your bullshit meter is far too sensitive for me to pull wool over your eyes. And I needed someone to hold me. Yeah. Um And so, you know, as we learn to get out of our own way, like we need others, right? Yeah. It, it's not just us. We're not God. We can't do it all. I can't save the world. I need mirrors around me and people to lovingly direct me and, and say like, hey, you're late all the time. Why is that? That's, yeah. you know, hey, hi, you seem to you know, ask everyone else questions, but you don't let anyone know anything about you. Why is that? You know? Um, and it's, it's being able to be, you know, in that safe place that answers can actually come. Uh, so, you know, as we have both done so much work, so, so, so much work truly, um, on ourselves and just taking our own journeys, like, what did you learn Maddie? What's one thing you learned?
1: Oh gosh, I think it's that um in being seen. It's such a beautiful thing. We like to look at all the positives in being seen, but being seen also means that a couple different things. One that in order to be seen well being seen also means that you, people are going to see the really maybe negative parts of you too. For sure. Um, Not just all the great things. Like I want somebody to see that I'm good at this or that I'm talented with this or that I'm a good friend, but it's like, what about your private self? Like, what if somebody gets to know that? Like who, who you are behind closed doors, what you struggle with, like, what, like, do you lack integrity? Like for me, it was a lack of integrity. Right. And so letting someone into that space, like I knew I was going to be held accountable. So that was a little bit scary, but I, but I chose to face that fear. And I felt even more seen rather than looking at it and being like, well, if they know that part of me, they're not going to love me anymore. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think that was a really big thing is like understanding that to be seen is like the good and the bad.
0: Yeah. It's so true. And that was, that was 100% I think what I learned too and it what was interesting was in my friends because that was the you know playground that I got to operate in you know our relationships because I wasn't dating or married um, so I was getting you know feedback I'd never received before from you guys um, which was so great I think this can happen in all types of relationships as well um, but I had to learn you know how to let the negatives, be known and not hide. That was so hard for me. and that's one thing Cayenne's gonna come on one of the future episodes actually, but Cayenne worked for me and she was my one of my first employees and like really helped me in, in the first stages of owning an agency, which was such a different world than operating in Silicon Valley off of funding and you know, making something out of nothing, um, that like I had to have it together truly, but also because I didn't, she didn't reject me, you know, and it, but it was so heavy, you know, so hard and it was so confusing. And I know, I mean, you guys, all of you saw me in that, um, but like truly learning, like, Hey, as I'm getting in my own way and as I feel I'm disappointing myself or I'm not living up to my potential and my friends are seeing that and giving me feedback, they're not rejecting me. Mm. Right. And I think that is like when you learn your own processes and tendencies and the good parts of you and the bad parts and other people see that the right people aren't there. They could be disappointed. Right. They could be angry, especially if it's directly affecting them, maybe, but they're not going to condemn you. That's not the point. Right. In being seen, you get to heal and you can't heal what you don't acknowledge. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I think it's in that acknowledgement that like, we're able to overcome things and it's in the safe places in relationships where they're not going to let you sit in it and do this annoying thing for the rest of your lives. Um, where you also can learn to overcome, right. It's that gentle, like loving pressure.
1: Yes. I feel that so deeply, especially, and I will say like, I do much better with my friends with, um, that constructive criticism and guidance than I do with my spouse, right? Like, yes, <laughs> I think I think that naturally happens with people we spend the most time with. You know, it just kind of that just can happen here and there with different different topics. But with this, it was like it's something that I'm, I, I currently struggle with. You know, like my husband will you know, I love opposing views and I love, um, advice and constructive criticism from my girlfriends. But when my husband gives it to me, the story that goes off in my head immediately is you're not good enough Mm -hmm. because I was in relationships in the past that I didn't feel good enough because of X, Y, and Z. There's all these reasons. Right. And I'm, I'm currently trying to work through them even with a professional regarding it, you know, but it's, it's something that you had mentioned a few minutes ago, um, about like a mirror, a direct mirror. And I feel like for me, I receive really well from my friends that point those things out. But I feel like my mirror is with my husband. Mm -hmm. Like he is like the mirror and I'm seeing the areas of my life that I really struggle in that I don't like. Um, one of which is just being triggered really easily, you know, and, and it brings up just all these different types of triggers. And he is like, Hey, like he'll grab me he'll be like, we're on the same team. Like, I love you. I care about you. I want what's best for you. We are on the same team. And I like, am like, Whoa, like, but it's, it's continual. Right. And so I'm still working through that and navigating that. But I think it's, it's interesting how we can receive so well from some people in our life. And we really struggle to receive from others When and I can be within, you know, like one girlfriend to another girlfriend, you yeah. know? And the best thing that I have learned through that is just communicating, even though you got triggered, like communicating why and like what that brought up so that you can start to get to the root.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. And I think, you know, and we still like trigger each other and all oh, that yeah, for sure. 100%, but I think what it comes down to, too, is like knowing who is what safe place for you. So, you know, you saying that about Luke, your spouse, you know, but that might be in some places, but then he also is such a safe place in like other ones. And I think, you know, this whole episode, I've always wanted to do it. I was like, how are we going to communicate this? But like, Justin, I can bring so many things to, and like marriage is such a sweet thing. But what you were just saying, like, the being able to hold each other and know who's safe in this realm and who feels safe, even when you are triggered, even when it is hard. Um, there's some, there's like such a special purpose behind having deep like soulful relationships in, you know, in life and in business and, you know, these different places and modalities that we can connect in. Um, because, where others cause sensitivities or triggers, you know, friendship is a way to heal. It really is. I feel like sometimes that gets forgotten too. like, you know, family trauma. People talk a lot about family trauma and then also like the power of, of families, like to have a strong family, what an incredible gift that is to the world right? You want to change the world, start with your kiddos, right? Start with your spouse. Same with obviously like your relationship with your husband or wife, like that is something that can, you know, change the tides of generations. But then, you know, that being said, the relationships you have, your friendships, like that's not just like to kiki with your friends and hit the movies or the bar when you turn 40 or 30 or whatever, right? Your friendships are actually healing grounds, And is where you actually can claim like really amazing victories, um, you know, in, in so many parts of life, um, together and people forget that people really forget that. And I think I've seen that and it's been reiterated a lot as I do coach, Because I, it's, coaching is more of that one-sided. I'm holding that space. Um, But anyway, like having someone who sees you in that specific area is so powerful. And it has taught me like, whoa, my friendships like are both ways. Whoa, they like, these grow over time. And it's so cool like that they've been designed like that. But I think our generation doesn't realize that like they can be that way.
1: Yeah,
0: facts, facts. Yeah, and so okay. Now I want to talk. I don't know if we have like any stories that are good. Um, (laughs) We, I I mean, we have a million great stories. (laughs) That's true. But within it, like, how have we been able to hold each other through the highs and lows of life the past, you know, multiple years now, six years? Um, Because I feel like we've lived like multiple lives together over that time. Do you have any ideas that like come
1: to mind? Yeah, I think the first thing that comes to mind is just always validating each other's feelings, like how you're feeling is valid. And if I was you in your shoes, experiencing what you were experiencing, I probably would have, I would have the same reaction or response, you know, and that, that small little shift in language can help someone feel seen before giving them the constructive criticism. 100%. Right? I, mm-hmm. I think something you and I do really well is even when we are triggered by each other, because we are both naturally very blunt <laughs> individuals and we just kind of tell it how it is. And, but we but we know to validate each other's feelings, but it's kind of like, okay, like I understand, but what are you going to do about it? Like you've came to me six times now. What are you going to do about it? You know? And it's like, ah, that's freaky, you know? But at the same time, it's like, wow, there's so much left there because yeah. you validated, right? But I think that it's it's just so powerful when even though you get triggered, when you can know like, okay, but I feel seen by her. Even though something she said rubbed me the wrong way, I know that I can. she's going to create a space If it's not right now, it's in the future for me to be able to communicate how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And I know we're on the same team Mm -hmm. and we want the same things. We want to see each other win and we want to break all of these old unhealthy paradigms and generational curses, you know, and, and unhealthy habits. Like we want to break them and it's going to be freaking painful. I think the beautiful thing is that you and I are both on this journey to gro- of growth together. I think it's hard when one is on the journey of growth and the other isn't. Um, but we are moving at different paces from time to time, depending on the season, but we're always striving to move forward. And we know that we want more. Mm-hmm. And so when you, when somebody doesn't want more, you can't Help them get more, and so there's going to be a lot of resistance there, and, and a lot of times that ruins relationships. Um, and I'll just say, in addition to that, we both had to realize on our own that we wanted more. It wasn't like you shoving it down my throat a million times, saying, "You know, you're not going to live a fulfilled life if you don't want more, if you don't want to grow, if you just want to stay where you're at." Like, blah, 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 you know, you, you didn't, you didn't do that you let me figure it out on my own and I let you figure it out on your own. And then we just rode the wave together. Mm -hmm. Yep, so true. I couldn't agree more. And it's, you know, with like loose grips Mm -hmm. too,
0: because I mean, we both know each other's dreams. And I think that's really key, what you're saying, validation. Mm -hmm. And then also like not finding your identity in the timeline or the way that it's delivered, but being really devoted to the work and knowing that is grueling. It's freaking grueling. Like we, I think the validation really helps us because when we come to each other with the heavy stuff, like I'm battered, I'm bruised, you know, the world got me and, and I need someone who like knows me, who knows the bigger picture and the bigger vision who can spur me on, but also isn't going to shove something in my face, you know, because there's a time and a place for everything. Wow. Um, and I, I don't know about the listeners. I know that you're going to agree with this, but like the more input you get, the more confused you're going to be. You have to like really check who is speaking into your life. When it comes to mentors, when it comes to friendships, obviously you need to be very thoughtful about who your spouse is. You know, all of that to be said, um, the the input that you're getting in your mind and in your life is going to have an effect on what your results are. And yeah. people, I think people forget that. And so like when you're going to all of your friends and some of them are close, some of them aren't, everyone's in different areas you know, over time, or you just have more seasonal friendships, you're not getting consistent advice and you're not getting consistent feedback. Like yeah. I I can't hide from you. If I've done some, if I've done the same thing seven times, you're like, you're doing it again. Mm-hmm. Hi. You know, I, we've, we've been here. Hey. Hi. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I can, no matter how frustrating that is, because I already know it, at least I know, okay, so it's not just me. It's not just his story. I'm telling myself, like, I really need to work through this. How do I do that? And you can help me with that or vice versa. Whereas again, when you're just floating and you, people don't have that context with you, it's really hard to have a root system that is going to be growing. And I mean, some friends are for a season, some friends are for life, but like, find the people
1: and let the people in that you want to grow alongside. Yeah, I think it's in addition that I think it's super important that like when it comes to I mean I know you know this concept in business. It's like who do you listen to? You listen to people who have what you want and have been where you are. Are you going to go take a lot of people will turn to their parents for all advice. But it's like is your parent an entrepreneur and they know the struggles of entrepreneurship? is your um, best friend in a healthy relationship where she can give you healthy relationship advice. Now, don't get me wrong. We may have incredibly wise friends that just maybe haven't walked through that, but can speak life into it. So with anything, you always want to have discernment and you may end up turning to a friend because that's just your safest place. But just know that it is so important. People look at it as mentorship to find mentors in those different areas. And that's a friend, you know, where in one season I may be, you know, like, oh, okay. With this is a perfect example. I've been married for three years. I've gone through a lot. So if at any point you, you need to come to me for things regarding marriage and you look at, if you say you look at my relationship as a healthy marriage, you're going to come to me, but I'm going to come to you for business advice because you're further along in business, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just it can be a beautiful thing where you can serve each other in that. Um, It doesn't have to be, oh, I have a different person for every single thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, I can serve you in this way and this way, and you can serve me in this way and this way. And maybe at some point those are even going to swap. Yeah. You know, but it's, yeah, that's just, I I think that that's just such an important point that I wanted to drive home. 100%. I
0: agree. And I think, you know, one, you're never going to find someone that, covers everything for you. So it's, it is important to have multiple friends, but the one thing that I have found, and I saw this, it was really cool at my wedding, like looking at all of my friends from all of these different phases of my life, um, all of these different regions of the world. Right. And see, I think the one thing we all have in common is that we have really big dreams and everyone's going to get there in a different way. Yeah. But being able to know like my in game is similar or at least seen and acknowledged by the people I surround myself with, it makes it a lot easier um, than you know surrounding yourself with people who don't believe or don't acknowledge. Um, you know, the things that are important to you and that you're you're sacrificing toward. and that's true in anything. You could say that for your career, for your business, for you know, you you want to be a mom so badly. I don't have that craving right now. I'm good, right? But I totally get that and I can like prayerfully, you know, walk alongside you in that journey and be so excited for you. And then I know when it's my time, I can come to you. Same for with marriage, right? So it's really fun how that goes. And I think it gets very taken for granted by people. Um, And just knowing that like your friends are not your identity. Your identity is not in your friends, um, but who you surround yourself with and, you know, what they speak into your mind, your heart, your life and vice versa. It has an influence on the results you get it has a really impactful influence on what you get. So, you know, think accordingly and act accordingly. And so I think, you know, we've both been able to see that a lot in, in our different relationships. And it's been really fun where we put our energy. That's what grows. Yeah. That is, it is what it is. And so no one is racing. I think that's one of those things too. I see a lot of women compare when like, one where we came from is very different every single one of us and more than that um you know our end goal is our own you Mm -hmm. you cannot compete right there that's not possible you just you want what you are going after and and you need people who are running a, a race alongside you. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Accountability and tough love. I, I bring this up because I remember when I was living in Raleigh last year, um, I was talking to a friend of mine who, uh, I was like telling her that I was like craving friendships, like the ones I had had, um, in the West. Yeah. And, Anyway, she was like, well, can you like, tell me more about that? And I was like, well, you know, my, like, if I was late to a coffee date with Maddie, then Maddie'd be like, why did you, why are you late? Why would you do that? You know, do you respect me? And obviously I know that I respect you and you wouldn't say it in like a mean way like that. Like <laughs> Hey, what's going on? You know, like why I, Hey, I, have seen that you're late every time that we meet up. Is there something behind that you want to talk through it? And there's a part of me that I'd be like, "Eh," you know, like I called out. Right. But also you're right. Why am I late? Is it because I'm overbooking myself because you know, this, that, the other, but there's a reason we're seeing a trend. And then that helps me get better. Um, I was like, I just miss that. Like I, I miss, and I, I realized I really miss being seen instead of just like existing, and, and, you know, showing up in places and spaces and then leaving. And she was like, Ooh, wow, that's so scary. Right. Like if someone was like, Hey, I've seen that you're late to things. Like, why do you do that? You know, you should respect my time and your time. Um, and literally she's like, Ooh, oh my God, I would freak out. Right. And I was like, (laughs) no, it's the coolest thing because you're getting coffee with someone that you love and you're going to have a good conversation and you're getting challenged to be better. And, and I saw the fruit of that. That doesn't mean it felt good every time I've gotten called out because I've called you out and you've called me out a million times, but I've gotten better because of it. And that feels really amazing. And anyway, she was like, wow, that's so interesting. I, like, I don't know anyone here that operates like that. Um, and whoever is listening to this, like you can start operating like that right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that accountability and that tough love that and it's it's not even, I don't even want to call it tough love. It's like love rooted in a place that wants you to be better and wants you to be who God created you to be. That has been like the greatest gift in friendship I've ever received. Um, Do you like, do you feel the same way?
1: Absolutely. I think that with the tough love, I think, It's just like in wanting to be seen and desiring to be seen, that means you're going to have to let somebody into all parts of you. If you truly want to be seen, if you truly desire to get better, you're going to have to share those weak spots, right? But in order to come out on the other side of that stronger, you're going to have to face those triggers head on because like maybe to you, you were like, oh, I love when a friend calls me up in that situation, right? Because it's really, it's a call up. Like they're calling you up. They're not pushing you out. They're calling you up. And, and you look at it like that. And then, and then who, who you were sharing that with, they were like, oh my gosh, I would hate that to that person. It would have been triggering. So it's like, okay, what's on the other side of that trigger? Is it, it's a, it's a choice. It's, it can be more hurt, Right. It can be more hurt, like a friend coming to you and saying, you really lack integrity. Mm -hmm. It's like, that can be really hurtful and it can, it can be both at the same time, but it can either, you can choose for it to be just hurt. You can choose for it to help you grow and you can choose for it to be a little bit of both. Like, oh, that, that hurts, you know, ouch, that was my, my heart hurts because of that. But while I'm really glad that you said that, thank Mm -hmm. you. You know, I mean, like people always say in life, communication is key. And it's like, everybody overlooks that term. Like, it's like this just cliche thing that should be ignored. There is so much depth to that statement. Mm -hmm. And I think I have really realized that in marriage because you're bringing two different worlds and you're molding them into one and you're around each other all the time and you're in each other's bubble and you're in each other's space. And it's like, I am learning right now that there's a, there is, there is oftentimes a trigger involved in my call-ups from my husband and it's a trigger on my end, but I always come out on the other side, understanding it. And I'm working towards getting to a place where I hear that. And I thank him immediately for that call-up because I'm like, wow, wow. That is what I needed because a lot of times the trigger is there because you feel the same way about yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: that's a wound that you didn't want anyone else to see. And you didn't want anybody else to bring to the light. And now it's seen and now it's brought to the light. And so it's like, what are you gonna do about it? Yep. Amen.
0: Amen. And it's, you know, that way of thinking that has changed my life Mm -hmm. and I got to learn it through friendships. And I think it has, you know, through so many life changes. I mean, we also like all, every person on this earth navigated the pandemic. Um, and that, you know, created all kinds of other stuff for us to deal with. But, you know, over the years it's been this, I think that has taught me more than anything. And then even through the pandemic, just understanding like how to get seen when all of us are shifting and changing and responding to the stressors of a world that no one knew was you know, where it was going, what was going on, et cetera. Um, that ended up being like such a huge blessing on top of it. So no matter what season you're going through, whether it's, you know, global or just what you are experiencing personally, having, um, you know, a cornerstone of people who can like love you through it and see you through it. It's, it's invaluable. It's just been so life-changing to me. And that's really why Maddie is here. So, um, you know, I want you wherever you are, whoever you are to understand that you're allowed to surround yourself with people who love you and hold you to a higher standard. And that in itself is a type of self-love that I can get behind. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, there is a book called emotionally healthy spiritually by Peter. I think it's pronounced Gazzario. Um, well, I tried if it's not that it's not that, but he is amazing. And he really talks about in the beginning of the book, like the different types of love and how, you know, they're extremely necessary in order for you to feel whole. And it's, you know, understanding like God's love for you. It's understanding, you know, God's love for other people and God's love for you in that, right? Like he loves the people surrounding you. He loves the people you don't know. He loves everyone. He loves you that same way. And then it is going against him for you to not love yourself. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that in a self-love way of like using bath bombs and, you know, just hoping that your life turns around. i I mean that in a, like, Hey, like in order to really value yourself and the the value on your life and the worth that you step in and walk in, um, you have to actively understand that God created you in love and he loves you actively and you there steward yourself with loving yourself. And this is the kind of self-love that I think, um, has changed my life. Like having people who hold me to the higher standard, who, are going to listen to me, who are going to see my patterns, who are going to call me on my bullshit, right? That has completely changed my life. And I want everyone to be able to have that. You know, I think that's a big reason why I created Bloom Conference and why I've created all these different places for women to see each other, because I'm like, listen, you will never be the same.
1: And I know that that's probably how you feel too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it takes facing really your demons in order to get there. Yep. You know, but that's, I mean, what's if you, if you don't face the demons, they just, it can, or however you want to look at it, it just can run your life. And mm-hmm. so it's like what you said at the be- or beginning, I think before we even started recording, it was like, people want the results, but they don't want to put in the work. Yep. It's so true. We were talking about
0: workouts and I was like talking about, you know, it kind of feels like a burpee right? Getting hard feedback from your friend feels like doing burpees at the gym. It sucks. Nobody likes them. No one like here's burpee and it's like, Ooh, let's go, you know, but <laughs> everybody likes what a burpee does. Yeah. Everybody likes the physique and the strength and the results. 100% it's the same with being seen mm-hmm. and then actually doing something with being seen. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you can't just love somebody and watch them not meet their potential. Right. There's, that's, that's actually you withholding love. And yeah. it's when you live in that and you receive and you give out of a place of love and respect that things
1: can change. Yeah. Facts. I, I'm going to butcher this, but like my mentor, uh, in the past one time said to me, she said, you know, you can sit back and wish and hope and pray for things in your life to change. Um, but the thing that people are getting wrong is that those hopes and desires need to spill over into action. They just do. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it's just not going to happen. Like we can't, there are some things where we need, you know, we're called to wait on the Lord for, I agree. You know, maybe we've taken all the actions that we can and now it's like, okay, like we're just going to kind of, we're here Lord, you know, but then there's other times where it's like, We can't sit there and be like, I want better friendships. I want friends to call me up. I want this, I want that, but not, but not let people see the parts of us that need to be called up. Yep. Amen. Amen. No, it's so true. You want to get connected,
0: then you need to see, you want the results you need to put in the work. And I think I had to learn that a lot in 2020 Um, You know, it created space for me to understand that in a lot of different areas of life. But in the first few months of COVID, I just read the Bible so much. That was like my number one hobby. And, you know, in learning that and in doing it, God literally like I remember at one point I like made a TikTok and it was talking about how like um, wait on the Lord, you know, he, he says to wait on the Lord. And then I went back and I was rewatching my old TikToks and I was like, that is so funny because I love that scripture. And I, I went into an interpretation of it and I was like, that was so good. But then God hit me with a season of just doing. And that didn't mean that I wasn't being who he created me to be. It meant that I was becoming who he created me to be. I, I didn't just sit there though and be and wait on the Lord, it was in my waiting of the Lord was still action. Mm. And I need friends to keep me going in that because action is exhausting too, right? Yeah. But don't just sit and wait. Don't think that that's, you know, your lot in life. Um, don't just, you know, putz around and, and see someone here and there and think that that's friendship. Like there are deep things available in this world and it's not perfect, but that's not the point.
1: Yeah. Right. There's- You're not perfect. That's not the point. Right. There's a time to wait and there's a time to take action.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 100%. And they work together. Yes, absolutely.
0: They work together. So with that, Maddie, thank you so much for being here. Um, we just appreciate it. I know that everyone listening does, and I just hope that, um, this allows people to understand that like being seen is available and it's productive and, um, that, that craving that they have has purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank so you good. For having me. Of course.